0: We Got the Geek is recorded before a live studio audience. Hey everybody, this is Jay Stu. I'm sitting here, as always, with the uh, lovely co-host of We Got the Geek, Sarah J. Hello. And uh, we are very excited because last night on July 21st, we attended our first show in three years. Mm-hmm. As you know, we were we were getting on a roll there of of reviewing different musical concerts. We yes. did uh, about four or five from 2018 to the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Last one you and I did was Rick Springfield. Yeah, at the uh, the Fallsview Casino. Yes. At the end of
1: 2019.
0: Yeah. Uh, happy to report that last night we returned to the scene of the crime,
1: to the Avalon Theater at the Fallsview Casino.
0: Yes, uh, to see a former bare naked lady and current solo artist, the wonderful Stephen Page. Yes. We're both Barenaked Ladies fans. Yes. So a little bit of uh, history here. Mm-hmm. I know you'd gotten into them a little bit before me. You were like in when they did their, their yellow gazette.
1: Yeah, because I was in, I think... Okay, so I was doing a co-op at St. Michael's High School in their drama class. And the drama teacher there, I think, gifted it to me and because i was like just so i listened to it relentlessly and religiously i think i wore the tape out at one point um Uh. yeah because it was that good like the the few songs that were on it were amazing um and then gordon came out
0: yeah gordon was the first one i got Mm -hmm. i was working in a record store at the time and uh Enid was the first single, and I just fell in love with that song.
1: You know, Enid backwards is dying. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what they said in an interview, so, Uh, you know, know, yeah. They were were joking about and stuff and said that.
0: No, I knew of them back then. Yeah. Because... They used to go into uh, Speaker's Corner on much music all the time.
1: That's pretty much how they got their start.
0: I, I, there's a very famous clip, which I think is even on their DVD of music videos, of them singing Be Be My Yoko Ono.
1: Yeah. And honestly, because, I mean, they, they didn't have a lot of money, so they figured, put however much it cost to do Speaker's Corner in, yeah. and uh, that's how they got their video. They got a music video out of it, and yeah. they got people to... See it,
0: and then in between the yellow cassette and Gordon, they did a, a cover of uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Time for the Bruce Coburn tribute album.
1: Yeah, and that it's one of my favorite covers of a song. It was so well done, and so like it was just it was astounding. the the composition of the song, the way they did it was beautiful. Yeah. Definitely. And it never—it didn't take away from the original by Bruce Coburn. It just—it enhanced it, you know. Yeah. It made it—it it was still the same, but oh, it was just so well done.
0: And you were telling me earlier today that uh, you were lucky enough to have seen them once.
1: Yeah, New Year's Eve in Niagara Falls. They played on the big stage, and it was amazing. And they were really good.
0: Yeah, I uh, I got to see them two and a half
1: times prior
0: to seeing him solo.
1: Yeah, they always put on a good live show because they're funny and they're engaging. Yeah, you know, and, I, and a lot of that had to do with Stephen.
0: Definitely, uh, we were both saying that uh, he was always our favorite member of the band.
1: He really was. I mean, the other guys in the Bare Naked Ladies were great and you know very musical and and the quipping back and forth between Ed and, and Stephen were always... It was good and funny, and they played well off each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, apologies to Ed. Uh, it hasn't been the same for me since No, Steven me left. either. Because I've tried to listen to their stuff after yeah, he left, and it just...
1: I think for me, it's because Stephen was the heart of yeah, the band. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was just... I don't know. He just was... I don't know. It, he was the heart of it, and yes. therefore, you know, when he was out of the band, it just was. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Like the the emotion and and the the passion for it just wasn't there.
0: Yeah, and then he went on to have a solo career, and I'm I'm really sad to say that I didn't follow his solo career, which I, I'm i going to rectify that soon because the Same. solo stuff he did at the concert was brilliant.
1: Fantastic. That man, his voice has so much power behind it. Vocally, he's just so amazing. And, like, I can't put it right into words. Like, vocally and musically... Superb.
0: Still sounds the same, by the way.
1: Just how strong his voice is. How about
0: uh, the one song last night, uh, Bear Naked Lady's song called Break Your Heart, where it was him without the guitar. Yeah. Just the one part where he was just singing without, it was beautiful.
1: The passion in his voice when he sang that song was remarkable. You could feel it. Yeah. Like, you could truly feel it. And, like, just the power behind his voice just was... It blew me away. My jaw dropped, I think, at one point. Yeah. When he hit some of those notes. Yeah. And they were, like... He kept the note for a good long time. And just... I think he would have been able to sing it without the microphone, and everybody still would have been able to hear him. Like, I think Like, so. way up in the mezzanine and everything, because that's just how good he is and uh yeah like i was just i was i was blown away
0: so yeah let's talk about last night's show then because we're recording this the day after we were mm-hmm. at Falls view uh just amazing so joining him on stage he had two other guys uh craig northy who the uh, odds. you might remember from the odds and uh I I saw him with Colin James in the early 2000s. He played on a bunch of his songs, too. (laughs) And I saw him play with Barney Bentall, who everyone knows I'm a big fan of.
1: No, not a clue.
0: Not a clue. (laughs) Never mentioned it on the podcast at all.
1: Nope.
0: And then uh, on Cello, he had Kevin Fox, who I've been a fan of since I saw him play with uh, Shay in the early 2000s. Mm Mm-hmm and uh the three of them were fantastic together.
1: It was it was so intimate. Like there were there was no percussion
0: and they didn't need any.
1: No, they didn't. It was uh Craig, right? That's his name. Craig
0: on lead guitar, yeah. Craig
1: with electric guitar. Mm. Stephen with his two acoustic guitars and piano, which I didn't know he could play piano and he was brilliant.
0: By the way, I didn't know he was that Fantastic of a guitar player. I knew he was I knew he could play obviously. Yeah,
1: but oh, holy yeah, he was amazing. And then Kevin on cello. Yeah. And that was all you needed. Yeah. It was it was very intimate and very it was like a very relaxed show. Like it wasn't one of those hopped up kind of rock concert yeah. things that you usually go to, but it was just a very nice experience. And uh and it was humorous because, I mean, they... The same thing that used to be between Stephen and Ed was now between Stephen and Craig and Kevin. They yeah. played off each other and told stories and, and joked and stuff. Especially, like, that CanCon stuff. Yeah. Where, you know, they every, you have to have 30% Canadian content. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, I think they did a little bit more than 30%. So, I mean, you know, that's good.
0: I was pleasantly surprised that the concert was two hours. Um, yeah. It's the longest show I've seen at the Falls View, so uh, it was really nice.
1: Oh, to go back to Break Your Heart? Yes. I had never heard that song.
0: Yeah, he used to do that. I, I remember seeing him do it with Bare Naked Ladies, and it was a showstopper there as well.
1: Yeah, I never, ever heard that song before, and I thought it was one of his solo career song. Yeah. Color me surprised when you told me it was a Barenaked Lady song.
0: Yeah, he did a couple obscure songs. The other one was uh, uh, I Live With It Every Day. And, and what a way to open the show as well. They, they started right with... Uh, It's all been done, like, right into Jane.
1: See, and I've never been a fan of the song Jane.
0: You know what, though? And uh, I I definitely mean this in a complimentary way. The way they played Jane and some of the other songs last night, with just the three of them and on the cello, it it had, like, a a camp kind of feel to it, like, the way they they played some of the old stuff.
1: So, I mean, I was... Yeah, the way Jane was played last night, it made me re- kind of like it. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I've never been a fan of that song. I don't know why, but it was good last night.
0: Like, and then and then right after that, they went into, like, uh, my first surprise of the night, they, he revived the song Alternative Girlfriend. Yeah! But he mixed it in with... The, with the odds uh, someone who was cool which you hadn't heard before last night either no and that, I, I know it because it was a big staple on much music in the 90s yeah, I played that weird. video all it the time I
1: would know it
0: yeah so it was cool that he got his little Craig got his little moment in this in the in the Sun to, to revive one of his old
1: heads but that and the way they did it was such a great collaborative yeah um work you know like and that's and they seamlessly shifted from one to the other.
0: Yeah. And then right back to Alternative Girlfriend when that song was
1: And it it was uh, like if if you really didn't know it was two, you'd think it was one song. Yeah. Like it was just seamless and flawless the way that they transitioned from one to the next and then back to Alternative Girlfriend. And then they transition into the next song from that, or was that another...
0: There's another song after yeah. that. You had to go put your camera somewhere safe.
1: Yes, and I missed the song. So
0: the next song was about him meeting Jesus, and the story <laughs> he told leading up to it was just so much fun. That's... He's still very funny, like telling He's stories. He's hilarious. The stories were amazing.
1: Yeah, now see, when you told me in the car about him talking about Jesus, I thought... He, you were telling me that he told the story of him finding Jesus. And I was like, well, good for him.
0: Now, much like yourself, I discovered a lot of his solo stuff last night. What did you think yeah. of some of those things?
1: Really? Oh, my God. Especially when he, got, when he went to sit at the piano. Yes. And he started to tell about... Um, he had written a musical, and it was supposed to be performed at Stratford, Mm
0: -hmm. which is so cool. That's very cool.
1: But then, but then pandemic. So it was, it was kiboshed and nixed, which is sad. I hope, I hope it's able to come back. I hope he's able to do it. I would love to see that. Because I would drive to Stratford to go see that in a heartbeat. The song he did from that, I can't remember.
0: I, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't see an official set list online yet, so I can't remember some of the titles of the solo songs. And no disrespect, it was my first time hearing a lot of the solo stuff last yeah. night. Yeah. But uh, I do remember he so did, good. there was one in particular I loved called Linda Ronstan in the 70s. Yeah. Which was, uh, they did right after they did this big melody called the Feel Good Strum.
1: That he invented.
0: Yes. Even
1: though you may have heard it in other songs, but he invented it. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, kudos to him for inventing a strum that happened like 70 years ago. That's impressive. (laughs) He's magical, is what he is at that point.
0: Nice to see that he hadn't really lost any of his humor or his just his
1: talent. Talent, yeah.
0: Very talented man.
1: Really, like, seriously talented. His songwriting, his playing, his singing, his storytelling—like himself as a person—has gone through so much. Yes. And like to come out the other side in this way, and and so amazing is just fantastic to watch.
0: And uh, interesting fact that he mentioned during the show. Um, way back in the day, uh, Bare Naked Ladies was, if not the first concert at Fallsview, at least the second. Bare yeah. Naked Ladies were the the very first show there. Yeah, when and the I casino
1: think, first yeah, opened, right? And I
0: think he said this was his his first time being back since uh, since then.
1: Uh, oh wow! And as a solo performer, yeah, which it it was nice.
0: So. I've been there a few times now to see shows with you and separately. Yeah. The the venue's great. Like The acoustics in there are amazing. I
1: love the Avalon Theater because it's not too big and it's... It's designed so that you get the best listening experience no matter where you're sitting. Everywhere we
0: were, in there is a great seat.
1: Right, because we were in the mezzanine for Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. And we had a great view. We had, a we, it was clear sound, beautiful sound.
0: The, the venue really suited Stephen Page's voice. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. Like, it just reverberated through the whole theater and... And and kudos to the sound guy because I mean yeah a big part of that was him and his job at the soundboard like you know to be that talented to, to make help make the artist sound good in yeah. a space like that um, it, I think it was a combination of Stephen Page Craig Kevin the sound guy the acoustics and um, the like. The architecture of the theater, it was just a combination of all of it. Yeah. And, you know, when you have talented people behind all of those things, it turns into one hell of a show.
0: Yeah, I was very impressed.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I'm thrilled that we have, you know, that kind of venue and we've had it for a while. Um, a lot of it, it's, it's a, I don't want to call it a hidden gem, but, people i don't think realize that you know when you talk about Niagara Falls view casino Yeah, there's gambling and food in the hotel and everything, but you get some big names coming into the Avalon
0: Theater. Huge names. I saw the monkeys there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, uh, coming up, like in the fall, like Everclear will be playing there with Uh, Marcy Playground. Yeah, Richard Marks coming. Richard Marks, and then comedians, Chelsea Handler, Colin Jost. Yeah. Like, holy mackerel. Like, it's amazing. You know, um, and I lived in the Falls for a good chunk of my life. And. Knowing that we get these big names in the Falls View Casino has become like this this amazing jewel of Niagara.
0: Oh, teenager me would have loved it because I used <laughs> to go to concerts all the time. Well,
1: yeah. Was- so it's it's nice to see that we have that here. Yeah. You know, in the region because it's just it's I don't know. I got I got nothing else to say about that except it's it's great and I love the venue and I love the intimate um, feeling that you have when you sit there because you feel like you're part of the, this smaller audience yeah. in the Avalon Theater and that, you know, just just there's a handful of you and it's something special, you know?
0: I want to give a shout-out to our, our contact, Stephen Cahill. Yes. Uh, it was very nice meeting him. Like, we had a, a different meet- contact last time.
1: Yeah, but... Um, I Stephen is new to the to the casino in this capacity. Um, he was talking to the other photographer when I was in my spot with him um, and saying that he's been. I'm sorry, Stephen Cahill. If I get this wrong, you were like you've been in this position for about four months now. Um, honestly, it was like an, a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, very and nice man. Amazing, like so. Um, personable and helpful and just, you know, really someone awesome to work with in this regard, you know, like figuring out, you know, shots and photos and this and that. And, um, you know, I look forward to hopefully, you know, working with him again for a different you know performances and such, and uh, it was amazing meeting you, Stephen, last night. Um, thank
0: you for all your help.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Like it, it, you went above and beyond, and we really appreciate that. Um, and then, <clears throat> so all in all, and I'm the audience was amazing. It was funny because uh, the other photographer, I believe his name was James. He and I were saying about how um, a lot of the audience were like considerably older, like my yeah. parents' age. Yeah, and it's so weird because it's like when Stephen Page was like first around, like way back when, he was in the Bare Naked Ladies. And I mean, my parents, my mom didn't like the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Mine either. And it was like, wait a minute, y'all are like my parents' age. What are you doing here? You know, it was like that kind of thing. Like this isn't. Easy listening or jazz. This isn't Zoomer Radio.
0: No, oh, that's a good one.
1: Thanks. Um, but at the same time, it was like, okay, I'm really impressed that you know a lot of older people have come to watch his performance and enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. So it was it was neat because there were people our age and there were younger people, I think, and there were like, it was a different, it was a whole age range that were there to enjoy you know the concert and yes. it was fantastic so
0: did you want to give it a review out of 5 like we do with all our reviews with
1: movies like yes i will give it i'm trying to yeah, think out of 5 out, i know out of 5 i will give it Five. Brian Wilson's out of five
0: yeah you know what there was nothing wrong at all I'd with like to change
1: show. it actually I'd like to change my, my sure. rating I will give it five feel good strums out of five
0: very nice thank y'all uh, my answer is not as clever, but there was nothing wrong with this show. it was No, perfect. not at all. It was perfect. Uh, I just wish, and this is not, no fault of Stephen Page, I wish I had known some of the solo songs a little better before we got there.
1: But even not knowing them a little better, now I, I heard them last night, and now I want to, to hear more of his solo stuff. Yeah. So you best believe I'm going to find his other solo work and listen to a whole bunch of that.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to give it... um Five Jesuses looking at him in the mirror out of five. That's a (laughs) little in-joke for people that were at the show.
1: You'll know it if you were there. So, yeah,
0: it was great. And uh, on a side note, it was fantastic to be back reviewing a concert after three years. It was
1: really good. Yeah, it was nice to get back to that. (sighs) Some, Some form of normalcy, I guess.
0: So, thank you, Stephen Page, for the wonderful experience. And uh, yeah. hopefully, I'll get to see you in concert again someday.
1: Yes, absolutely. And thank you, Stephen Cahill.
0: Yep. Well, uh, that's it for now. So, thanks to everyone for listening. Yes. And we'll come back at you another time. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.